Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mystique Way with your host, Andy, Season 3, Episode 5. Gently close your eyes and keep that vision of you standing in your power. Not taking no as an answer. Not allowing other individuals' thought process overtake yours. Continue shining your own light. Taking steps into the brave soul you are. Being mindful on how you portray words and yourself. Staying humble yet firm. Staying kind. And stepping into abundance. Acknowledging those around you. But not allowing other people's feelings affect your feelings. You are in control of your emotions. Continue believing in yourself. And continue being you. Ask yourself, what does this truly feel like? How is it enhancing yourself? How are you challenging yourself to continue moving forward? Sometimes we need a reset button Sometimes we need a pause button Sometimes it may feel like we need a fast forward button But each movement, each moment Provides a learning opportunity For us to grow, learn, and accept all beautiful ideas and moments in life. As I continue sharing my path with my diagnosis of Chiari malformation, type 1, I appreciate your openness and allowing me to share my honest story with all of you. Last episode, we talked about the high school years. We're going to go into my college years. Almost every night, my legs would become numb. Felt like I couldn't move. Truly thinking this was all anxiety. Which perhaps it was. But with anxiety, sometimes comes 
even more symptoms and even more symptomatic issues that someone may deal with. Sometimes Chiari can be paralleled with depression, anxiety, and physical things that are undescribable. I was away from home, like everyone experiences. I was trying to fit in and have people like me for me. And that I was trying to be someone who I was not. But I continued to be me. And then an unexplainable event happened. And with that event, I came back home. Which was a blessing in disguise. At the time, it felt like my life was changing. And I lost control. As I came home, I was having more episodes. And was trying to hide them. A feeling dizzy. And forgetting words that I was trying to form in sentences. Then I went off to another school. Very exciting. And I was having the time of my life. No stress, no anxiety. And I still had a couple of episodes to the point where my friends wanted to take me to the hospital to get checked out. Prior to that, I did get um, I did get um, some tests done and nothing showed up. At a well-known hospital, my mom asked the doctor if she could see the results and he strictly said, what are you trying to look for? And it was like he was hiding something but wanted to pretend that it was all in my head. That there was nothing for me to fix or for them to fix. And looking back, it made me realize that not many doctors want to deal with patients that have Chiari because there is no cure. A lot of people think there is a cure because of surgery to help create the space, but it doesn't mean that it's gone. They take a piece of your skull, 
to create more space for the brain to move and expand. It doesn't take away this fact that I will sometimes still get symptoms. They're far apart now instead of every day. Trying to figure out how I can release and relieve them. So in college, I was still dealing with symptoms, not knowing what it was still. And within this episode, I'm going to fast forward into moving and my diagnosis officially. So I graduate. I take on a job. And... I was loving my job. I was educating other people on dance. Then, all of a sudden, my dance partner and I would dance around and do a Viennese waltz, and I would feel symptomatic again, just in my head position. And I would ask professionals, like, do you feel this? And they're like, well, it's not the most comfortable position, but it will be okay. But to me, something felt tweaky. Something felt a little off, but I was told once again that there was nothing wrong with me. That I was trying to search for something. So I let it go, and I let it go. And then my symptoms became more. And I was, at that point, I was blaming anxiety because I had no answers. Because those are the answers that were provided to me. And then the pandemic happened. I was teaching online. And between lessons I would rest because I was exhausted and I remember I was so dizzy one morning that I was helping out a family and I couldn't even go but I had an obligation with the family so I went and I got tested for covid And I got tested for Lyme. And again, I was cleared. And it was kind of an unknown feeling of if I have no results, then nothing is truly wrong with me. I must continue on. So I would push and I would push. And symptoms would increase. I then started applying to other jobs. And I took a job in a different state. 
it was close to my one year mark. No anxieties, nothing that was bothering me, and my blood pressure dropped 80 over 44. I couldn't stand with two assists. My body felt weak. I got onto a Zoom call where my doctor said, I have nothing else for you. I cannot help you. I searched and searched for a doctor. Found one in the state that I'm in. And she got me referrals and nothing was coming up. I looked at my own MRI and started Googling because, you know, that's what we do now. And I found out that cure malformation could be effect on, on me. And I was reading all the symptoms and I'm like, wow, that's so relatable. So the neurologist that I was sent to that provided me with an MRI said to me, I can no longer help you. I can help you with this, but I recommend you seeing someone else. So I went to that someone else. Again, they told me it was anxiety and showed me my MRI, saying, yeah, this piece of your brain is lower than it should, but the gap is too big for it to be Chiari malformation. So I'm not going to call it Chiari malformation. I'm going to call it anxiety. And I'm like, well, back to square one. So I went back to my doctor and I said, I want a referral to so-and-so. And she goes, this is going to be your third referral. If you don't like the answers, then just give up on the fact. And I found another doctor. He confirmed my symptoms. I let that other doctor know that I was no longer seeing her. I wrote a letter to the last neurologist. And I finally had someone understand my symptoms. He talked about surgery. He talked about the risks. And he said, it's really on you when your quality of life has depleted. So in October 2022, I took action. And I said, I need to do this. I found a PCP that would listen to me, understand where I was coming from, and support me through all of my decisions. And then I did tell my family about this, and they asked, am I sure I want to do this? And I said, yes. My quality of life will come back to me. And I had a very great support system. My family supported the decision that I made as an adult to help me push forward. This is a reminder not to give up on what you believe is not right within you. 
and for you to stand in your ground and your power to accomplish what needs to be accomplished and to complete what needs to be completed. You are the person that knows your body the best. No one can tell you any different. Thank you for being here, listening to my story of Kiari in Season 3, Episode 5.